Welcome to Vitality Mindset Made Simple, where we take the stress out of being healthy. I'm your host, Dr. Debbie Osmond, and I sincerely thank you, thank you for joining me. My, my patients often say, Dr. Debbie, I think my hunger hormones are messed up. I eat healthy food, but I get hungry immediately. What in the heck is wrong with me? Has this ever happened to you? Rather than feeling satisfied after eating something, you just start rummaging around for something else to soothe your appetite. You know you have food. You know it's not a physical desire, but you still want something to eat. So stay tuned. In today's episode, number 23, you're going to get a surprisingly simple strategy to help you enjoy your food more and feel satisfied longer. Now, this is information you're going to want. People often tell me that they are frustrated because they, you know, can't get no satisfaction. I mean, I think there's a song related to that, but it may not be about food. Well, nevertheless, uh, you want to enjoy your life more. And food is a big part of that enjoyment. It's essential to vitality that you eat something and you feel satisfied. Food is so important to our relationships. Um, Relationships are better If the food you eat gives you energy, gives you mental stability, and gives you some satisfaction. So first, let's talk about some common foods that people often consider to be healthy, but that leave that leave you feeling even more hungry. Now, there's there's actually a satiety index of common foods, and interestingly, that the satiety index compares each food to white bread. Uh, This is a relatively new index, and it measures how effective a food is at satisfying your hunger or your satiety uh, compared to white bread. Now, white bread, to me, is a very low benchmark. So some foods are higher and some foods are lower. Uh, The foods that score higher are going to leave you feeling satisfied longer. The foods that, that score lower leave you even less satisfied than a piece of white bread. So uh, I'm going to first talk about the obvious foods because these won't surprise you surprise you. Let's talk about donuts. You know, this little round uh, or a big round sugar bomb uh, piles on the calories with zero nutrition. Everybody knows that. Now, donuts are abundant in churches. And I and I sort of joke that probably donuts are considered to be a vitamin in some churches, um, but they're not. You know, your body breaks the white flour down quickly into pure sugar. And then the sugary glaze is the final spike that... Um, that crashes your blood sugar. I mean, even if your donut is, you know, applesauce, it's still a sugar bomb. And it's so easy to whiff down several and not really know that you've even eaten anything. So, you know, combine that with zero nutrition and you're hungry in no time. Uh, Donuts score about 68 on the satiety scale as compared to white bread, which scores 100. Now, another area that won't surprise you is soda. Uh, it's an it's a food that leaves you hungry. Now this is obviously like the uh, and and oh my gosh, uh, we're all addicted to it because the fizz is so addicting, and maybe even the flavor in some cases. Nevertheless, the research is clear: people who drink soda actually eat more calories in a day than people who don't drink soda. So so think about this: people who drink soda actually eat 
more calories than a day than people who don't. It makes you hungry. It doesn't matter if it's diet soda or regular soda. You know, scientists think that maybe um, soda increases hunger uh, directly uh, or maybe that it actually keeps you from feeling full. I mean, this has been studied, but it's, you know, there's, it's not going to be studied to the point where we get an answer because people love soda. You know, another theory is that um, it's liquid candy and that makes your sweet tooth even crave more sweets. Uh, so, so these two are obvious. I mean, we know donuts, we know soda, we know those leave you feeling hun- hungry. But what about breakfast cereals? Oh my goodness, I fed my kids, children, so many breakfast cereals and um, it, they probably went to school hungry, even though they had what I was considering to be a very healthy breakfast. Uh, because most breakfast cereals promote themselves as healthy, uh, even though they're using artificial sweeteners rather than sugar. You know, they have this big nutrition label, and that can obviously a big trick. We talked about artificial sweeteners back in episode 14. So catch that one if you want to learn more about how artificial sweeteners affect your taste buds, and your brain. Now, it's always smart to suspect artificial sweeteners in cereals or in anything that's labeled reduced sugar. They're going to, if it says reduced sugar, then they're going to add artificial sweeteners. And if it says reduced fat, they're going to add sugar or something. So the key thing to remember is that artificially sweetened foods can hijack your blood sugar and actually make you hungry. Now, it's been proposed that part of this is because uh, when your body gets that sweet taste, it goes looking for more calories to fill that void. You know, we don't know, but we do know that it matters. You know, another food that's considered healthy uh, is a croissant. Now, this flaky, buttery, uh, light as a feather, delicious piece of bread just actually, you know, dissolves on your tongue. Unfortunately, croissants are very low on the satiety index. They are even lower than donuts. Oh my gosh. Um, They're about half as satisfying as a piece of bread coming, you know, along at 47% on the satiety index. Um, And of course, I think it's very normal to think that that's a better choice. I, I certainly have in the past past, but it's basically uh, croissants only, you know, white flour and fat, you know, which leaves you with a bunch of calories, but still craving more food. Well, who who doesn't have a muffin and think it's healthy? I mean, have you ever wondered, when you really think about a muffin, though, you have to think, you know, what's the difference in this muffin uh, for breakfast and a, and a piece of cake? Uh, they're basically the same thing. There isn't a lot of difference. And it does, it does depend on the kind of muffin. You know, if a muffin is loaded with uh, nuts or, you know, some fruit, that might be different. But calling a muffin breakfast doesn't mean that it really gets you ready for the day. It can leave you feeling very, very hungry. And then white rice. We've all all experienced eating a meal with lots of delicious white rice and then being hungry, you know, before we get out of the restaurant and get into the car. Uh, That's because white rice will spike your blood sugar and then let it come crashing. So you feel great for a while, but, you know, then you're looking for, you know, some wallpaper to eat or, you know, something. Uh, interestingly, white rice is what rated at 138 on the satiety index. So it's it's higher than white bread, but, um, but still, still kind of low. So now here's some foods that make you hungry and that may actually surprise you. Uh, one of the, one of the big things that uh, makes people hungry is low fat yogurt. Now, the low-fat version 
uh, often has sweeteners, you know, that's that cause it to be low fat. They've got to keep the flavor in. And if they take the fat out, uh, something has to replace that. And so, you know, they're they're low fat because they leave out the dairy fat. Uh, and fat will help you feel full. So you might, you know, with yogurt, you might try uh, the full fat yogurt uh, with granola, you know, or fresh berries or nuts. And, you know, look for Look for dairy that has not had hormones used in it. Um, I digress a little bit there. Sorry. Uh, now, another food that seems to be healthy that actually leaves you hungry um, is the is the white of an egg. Now, when I think of people only eating the egg white and not the yolks, I think of diet craze, diet craze, diet craze. I mean, the th- that's sort of been a thing, and I think it's returning a little bit. I mean, the, the truth is that leaving... Uh, out the yellow orange goodness in the middle of the egg uh, really does not leave you feeling satisfied. Uh, now the the whole the whole egg, including the egg yolk, is considered to be a complete protein, and it's complete because it contains all the essential amino acids. So that you know your body kind of knows what you need, and um, so you want to eat the whole egg. And the research, you know, in research is very clear these days. The amount of cholesterol and saturated fat in a whole egg is likely not going to be harmful. Uh, And just thinking about our design, it makes sense that a whole egg would be super, super good for us. Another food that seems to be healthy and that I thought uh, was for my children is fruit juice. I mean, it sounds healthy, but it it le- makes you hungry sooner. Now, that's because it doesn't contain the fiber from the fruit from which it came. I mean, a whole apple, a whole grape, a whole orange, those leave you feeling full. And the fiber actually slows down the flow of sugar into your blood bloodstream. So without that fiber, your blood sugar is going to spike and then crash, which makes you feeling hungry and can make you, you know, feel feel grouchy, Um for, you know, in some cases, you know, that spike and that crash leads, leads people to make food choices that kind of keep that cycle going. And here we are with at White Bread, our benchmark on the satiety scale. You know, as a little girl, uh, we, White Bread was sort of a new thing in the late 50s and early 60s. We always had a plate of Wonder Bread. Uh, it was a treat because it came from the store and it was, you know, beautifully white with this thin crust, you know, uh, red, yellow, and blue balloons on the package. I mean, it was not that brown bread that, that you know, somebody had to make. But, oh my goodness, how different I see it now. White bread doesn't even appeal to me anymore. It doesn't have the nutrients or the fiber of whole grain bread. And it's the whole grain bread that I really appreciate now because it it does taste better. I mean, that might be a taste that may be a little bit acquired, but it will leave you feeling more full and more satisfied. And there's lots of good ones to um, to choose from. So try some of the interesting breads out there and see what you like. I mean, there's Ezekiel sprouted bread. There's rye bread, pumpernickel, you know, lots of good things. And last but not least, before we get into uh, some strategies, is alcohol. I mean, studies show that when you drink alcohol, you're more likely to eat more calories. Uh, interestingly, when my mom and dad had just married, uh, she went for a physical. Now, this would have been in 19. 19- uh, 57. And her physician told her that she was too 
thin. Now think about thin in those days. I mean, she said she was she was trying everything to gain weight. I mean, these are the days of Andy Griffith when everybody was thin, you know, except Otis. Uh, this is um, Dick Van Dyke. Everybody's so thin. I mean, in the in you know in the fifties and sixties, uh, people were just way more thin than than we are now, and. Um, so her doctor recommended that she drink a glass of red wine before dinner. She elect she did she tried, but she she didn't like it. But um, I thought that was just so interesting. I mean, she was she was like nineteen years old at the time, and um, you know the doctor would never tell anybody that now. But and in, in, in the in in the uh, case of alcohol, it's the dose that makes the poison. So it probably does help people gain weight. So what do these foods have in common? I mean, we I'm not going to talk a lot today about uh, glycemic index, glycemic load. You know, we you, you probably, if you're listening to health podcasts, you hear about different foods that spike your blood sugar. And I've covered some of that with these foods. That's super important. But what these foods have in common is that they don't require a lot of chewing. And, and this is really a big part of satiety. I mean, it's it's super interesting, I think, because we we so often try to complicate it. I've seen people looking at their uh, on their phones for the glycemic index and the glycemic load of certain foods when when maybe there's a simpler way to look at it. Uh, the point to remember today is the more you chew a food, the more it leaves you feeling satisfied. So naturally, it has to be a food that required some chewing. I mean, the things I mentioned, donuts don't require a lot of chewing. Croissants don't require a lot of chewing. Uh, I don't know the last time you chewed your soda or your orange juice or your you know alcohol, but um, it's chewing really makes a huge difference. Some muffins can require some chewing if they have, you know, granola chips, uh, I mean, uh, granola nuts and things like that. Uh, same with um, with yogurt. But the chewing does make a difference. I want to quickly tell you about glycemic index and, and glycemic load because, you know, that that is something interesting to know, but it's not the first thing to know. The glycemic index uh, just sort of measures the the rate of the rise of your blood sugar, and the glycemic load sort of takes the quality of the carbohydrates uh, into account. So if you want to know more about glycemic index and glycemic load, there's a really great paper at the Linus Pauling Institute that really spells this out into uh, more details and why it matters. But for today, let's not worry about that. We want to simplify life. We want to take the stress out of being healthy. So so for this episode of Vitality Mindset Made Simple, I want to convince you that you want to eat more foods that require more chewing. Now, there have been lots of research articles in this area. I think that would be a real study, fun study to be in. Uh, and researchers have found that the more chewing uh, you do actually helps you feel more satisfied, helps you eat more, uh, eat fewer calories. I said fewer calories. I almost stumbled there, and um, it stimulates all the all the good the good satiety hormones. I mean, uh, that's really good news. You don't have to memorize a lot of things. You want to just find foods that you have to chew more. Now, there are exceptions to this, of course, but. Generally, this is a very uh, basic 
thing to remember. The goal is to eat without regret. The goal is to nourish your body, enjoy eating food, and feel better so that you can enjoy the relationships in your life. You know, our bodies are merely our relationship vehicles. So we want to nurture those, but we also want to want it to not be stressful. So here's a few strategies, a few mindset strategies to help you enjoy what you eat and help you feel satisfied longer. Uh, So number one, include foods that require a lot of chewing. I mean, think about real food. Real food does um, not have a long shelf life. It generally rots or sprouts. It doesn't generally doesn't have a nutrition label. Um, So think about fresh vegetables, fresh fruits. Think of... you know, with our example of orange juice, you know, you eat a whole orange and you're going to be much more satisfied. Uh, think about, you know, nuts. Think about uh, just things you have to bite into. And when you chew those foods, uh, make sure that you you put your fork down or, you know, whatever you're, if you're eating out of a bowl of nuts, you know, eat the nuts, chew to liquefaction, chew until there's nothing else to chew. There was a guy, uh, I I I didn't even look this up, I'm just off the cuff here. Uh, His name was Horace Fletcher, probably about 100 years ago, and he was really talking about the importance of digestion and how important it was to to chew food for a long time. He wanted people to chew like 90 or 100 times and even chew liquids. He would have been telling you to you know, chew your orange juice, chew your soda. But he called it fletcherizing, fletcherizing your food. So um, you don't have to fletcherize your food. You can osmotize your food. You can just chew until it's liquid, and that's going to be enough. That's going to help stimulate digestive enzymes. It's going to help stimulate good hormones that are going to make you feel much more uh, mentally and physical physically uh, stable. So, and then choose foods that, um, if you choose foods that, you know, rot or sprout, they're going to naturally contain more fiber. Fiber helps you feel full. It helps you digest your food more slowly, and uh, it's going to increase your satisfaction. Who knew that fiber could so increase your satisfaction? You also want to choose foods that are you know, protein rich and foods with quality fats. So, you know, if you're hankering for um, a croissant, you know, make sure you put some nut butter on it, you know, put some uh, meat on it, uh, you know, just add add some protein. It doesn't mean you never eat another donut, but don't eat just a donut. That will um, make you crash and burn. So you also, in this uh quest for chewing, you're probably going to need to avoid most packaged snacks. I mean, think about chips. They're crunchy, but they don't really provide much chewing. They sort of melt in your mouth. I mean, that's why the commercials say things like, get your own bag or bet you can't eat just one. I mean, they're actually engineered to make you want more and to uh, leave you unsatisfied. So bottom line, eat foods that require you to do more chewing. It's so simple. And in in my life as a dentist since 1985, I've always just felt heartsick for people who didn't have good teeth or couldn't enjoy certain foods. People that have dentures have a hard time with this and they have to get, you know, they have to soften things. But there's a lot of satisfaction when you, um, with crunchy things, with naturally crunchy things, because uh, these will leave you feeling satisfied. They, they're they going to increase your health span. And um, and actually, more appropriately, health span should be called vitality span. Um, thank you, Craig. Um, I'm going to talk more about 
vitality span in the next episode. And I'm going to talk about how to to help you really evaluate what you want and um, and how to get there. So so being aware of intentionally choosing foods that leave you feeling satisfied, you know that's that's a part of resisting normal because you know normal in our world sort of eats without even thinking too much about it. Now, remember what normal is uh, generally in our society. It's dehydrated, irritated, constipated, uh, frustrated. Normal is overscheduled, overstimulated, undernourished, underrested, inflamed, and totally stressed out. Now, normal people grab foods that leave them wanting more. And normal people often regret what they've eaten, and and that you know later sort of robs them of their enjoyment. Um, I think you know eating these um, these foods that don't satisfy reminds me of uh, what C.S. Lewis said in his one of his Narnia books. It's it's always winter and it's never Christmas. You know, it's you you eat and eat and you never feel satisfied, but you want to eat without regret. So thanks for joining me for episode 23 of Vitality Mindset Made Simple. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, You know, these physical bodies are merely our relationship vehicles. You know, we're designed to socialize. We're designed to celebrate. And we want to live a life of vitality. We want to um, cultivate enriching friendships. And we want to brim with joy. So here at Vitality Mindset, let's take the stress out of being healthy. Let's get those things that we are designed for. Uh, Thank you for those of you who have subscribed. Uh, Please continue to share it. Thanks to your generous sharing. We're now in um, 22 countries and 219 cities. Blessings until next time. (laughs) Bye-bye. 